The Lightning win their fifth straight game, this one over Buffalo 3-1. I'm Steve Versnick with your Daily Strike for Sunday, January 21st, 2024. It was an early start of 12.30 p.m. in Buffalo on Saturday, and the Lightning were ready. The first goal came on their first shot of the game. By the Airboards middle step. He's stripped by Sorelli of Steele. Sorelli in front, Hagel. Right circle, Nick Paul! Score! Nick Paul! Sorelli stole it at the left circle, set up Hagel in the slot. He passed it along to Nick Paul at the right circle who had the angle, and he did not miss. And the Lightning have a one nothing lead. But on that shift after the goal, Darren Radish took a penalty standing up for Brayton Point, but the Bolts would capitalize. Darlene center point, right point Tuck. Center point Darlene. Back for Tuck at the right point. Lost the handle, Tyler Mott of Steele. Maybe a short-handed breakaway. Mott trying to come in alone, hold, shoots. Score! Tyler Mott, a short-handed breakaway! And he makes it 2-0 Lightning. It was the Lightning's second shorthanded goal of the season, and they've both come in the last four games. Tampa Bay now has 49 first-period goals this season. That is third most in the NHL behind Vancouver and Edmonton. The Lightning's defense was stout on Saturday, as those two goals would be enough for the win. Dylan Cousins did score a goal in the second for Buffalo, and Calvin DeHaan would add an empty netter to make the final score 3-1. to Tyler Mott joined Dave Mishkin after the game to talk about the effort. Tyler, congratulations on the win, and uh, congratulations on a good start to the road trip. Yeah, it's a great way to start it. Afternoon game, get into it early, and hopefully we keep it rolling here. So I was talking with Rob Zettler during the first intermission about the short-handed goal that you scored. It feels like you and Glenn Denning, Hagel and Sorella, like you've had so many chances this year to score. Is it rewarding to see some pucks go in finally? Yeah, absolutely. It feels great. Obviously, it's a big boost for our group when you can get one shorthanded. Obviously, first and foremost, you've got to get the job done killing the penalty, but uh, to get a little bit of extra momentum and obviously a couple on the score sheet is always good for our group. They surged in the third period. They had shot you guys 15-2. to two. Obviously, Johansson had a big role in keeping them off the board, but how were you guys able to navigate that third period? Yeah, just trying to be on the right side of the puck, uh, take a little bit of risk out of our game. Um, obviously, the shot differential doesn't look great, um, but I don't think at any point we really felt like we were on our heels a whole lot. Uh, we need to have some more uh, sustained zone time for sure to make it a little bit easier on our goalie and our defense. But I think for the most part, uh, we were happy with the way we kept them to the outside and, and maintained uh, the middle of the ice. For much of this last stretch, you've been in the middle, which is your natural position, often playing with Sherry and Acemod. How have you liked that? Yeah, it's been great. Uh, you know, I've played center a little bit throughout my career, but not maybe not this consistently. Uh, it's nice to, to get in there, um, be back in the face, soft touch, big focus in mind, trying to make sure we start our shifts with the puck, and playing with those guys is, is pretty easy. They both work. They're both smart players. Uh, hopefully we can continue to build a little bit of chemistry and, and keep something rolling. Head coach John Cooper says they protected their own net. I thought we defended great today. Uh, we didn't really get too much uh, for the first two periods, and Third period, they had to puck more than we did, but I never, you know, completely felt in duress. And and JJ looked calm in the net when uh, when they were on top of them. You know, maybe the one time we we're, you know, we had to kill that penalty off with eight minutes to go, and we did a great job doing that. So it was, uh, in the end, you got to keep the puck out of your net. And if you're going to get give up one goal in a game, uh, you have a good chance of winning the game. And that was. Uh, what we did tonight. Jonas Johansson got the start in net, which was his first in three weeks. He stopped 26 of 27 shots he faced and improved to 10, 6, and 5 on the season. He says he felt comfortable from the start. Well, I felt comfortable uh, right away. You know, it's it's always, uh, for me, about habits, you know, what do you do in practice every day? So, good practice, you're going to feel comfortable out there. So, that's that's what I try to do. Anthony Sorelli says Johansson made some big stops. I think, obviously, if you key, um, 
try limit chances, try and, um, you know, get in lanes, block shots. Uh, they maybe had a little bit of possession there in the third, but um, I thought we did a good job of kind of weathering it. And, um, you know, JJ was there when we needed him to, uh, to make some huge stops for us. Congratulations to Mikey Asimont. He skated in his 100th NHL game on Saturday. Now, with the win, the Lightning have passed the Maple Leafs for third place in the Atlantic Division. They're now one point ahead of Toronto, but the Leafs do have two games in hand. Lightning are in Detroit now, where they'll face the Red Wings tonight as part of a back-to-back. -back. It's the second of three matchups between these teams this season. Detroit won the first one back on October 14th by a 6-4 score. Red Wings currently sit in fifth place in the Atlantic Division, but just two points behind the Bolts. Puck drop scheduled for 7 p.m. tonight. That's a change from the original schedule as the Bucks lions game will air before that at 3 p.m. from Ford Field. Our radio coverage for the Lightning will begin at 6.30 with Greg Linnelli and the Lightning pregame report. You can listen to that on the Lightning mobile app or listen on the radio to 102.5 The Bone. The Daily Strike is presented by Sunbelt Rentals. Whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, Sunbelt Rentals makes it easy to get the tools and equipment you need for any job. Drop in today or visit sunbeltrentals.com to learn how they can help you make it happen. This day in Lightning History. On this date in 2013, Vinny LeCavalier became the first Lightning player to skate in 1,000 NHL games in a 4-3 loss to the Islanders. He would hold the franchise record for games played until Steven Stamkos passed him earlier this season. Victor Hedman now just 19 games back of Vinny for second place in the franchise list. The Syracuse Crunch scored four goals in the second period to beat Utica 5-2 on Saturday. It's their fourth win in a row. Matt Tompkins earned the win, stopping 32 of 34 shots. Syracuse got goals from Jack Thompson, Tristan Ollard, Mitchell Chafee, Sean Day, and Jack Finley. The Crunch will be back in action on Friday when they hosted the Laval Rocket. Syracuse also announced a lone goaltender Brandon Halverson to the Orlando Solar Bears. Orlando will play this afternoon at South Carolina. Once again, the Lightning beat the Buffalo Sabres 3-1 to win their fifth game in a row. They'll look to make that six in a row as they have a back-to-back -back tonight, and they're in Detroit at 7 o'clock. A radio pregame coverage gets underway at 6.30 on 102.5 The Bone and the Lightning Radio Network. Thank you for listening to The Daily Strike for Sunday, January 21st, 2024. I'm Steve Verstick, where every day is Hockey Day.